0: This is the CC Radio podcast.
1: It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, uh, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. it have missed something here.
0: The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, un- like, the feeling. I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life.
1: It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is big red eyes. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out.
0: Welcome to the show everyone, you are listening to Believe Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly. You can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review, or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Isaac Butterfield, and that's a name a lot of people will probably know because this guy is one of Australia's biggest YouTube comedians, and just comedians in general. He sells out shows all around Australia, all around the world, and I am lucky enough to have him on the show today. Isaac, welcome. Yes, you are
1: very lucky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've had absolutely nothing to do all day, so uh, I thought I'd uh, do a bit of charity work. How you doing, big fella? Uh,
0: I am doing good, mate. I had to beg and plead with your management, and they said, look, he is extremely busy at the moment.
1: <sighs> mate, I had to make a cof- a coffee. I've uh, What else have I done? I've bloody uh, hung the washing up. That's about it. Uh, that's where I'm at at the moment. It's you about know, what my day is. Six hours into my day.
0: Yeah, yeah I, feel I feel you. I feel you. Of course, we're in isolation, so uh, we're all doing very exciting things at the moment.
1: A Great time. It's fantastic.
0: It's amazing. So, mate, you know, you you have this fantastic YouTube channel. You've got 1.3 million followers on there at the moment. Subscribers,
1: yeah, 1.305876. Not that I'm counting, uh, but that it is certainly growing uh, by the day. <laughs> it's no, it's it's really cool, man. It's uh, it grew from nothing. Um, I've still got screenshots when I had three subscribers. So, oh wow,
0: um,
1: <clears throat> that's only in two two and a half years. So, you know, what I mean, it's it, it just goes to show that with uh, with 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 content and. and uh, and uh, a bit of sacrifice and drive you know you really can uh grow uh, a youtube channel or or online Um, obviously an enormous amount of talent has to exist and thankfully i had that enormous (laughs) amount of talent and um but yeah it it just goes to show for a lot of people you know i I often talk about it took me a year to get to a thousand subscribers and then uh, a couple of videos really blew up so you know, it, it, I always tell people that when they say how oh, how can I do YouTube, and I was one of those people saying to you know people like Frenchie and Josh Wade, "Oh, how do I start?" Yeah, and then uh, and then I started, and and uh, man, I'm very 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 lucky uh, with the success I've had, but also very very happy that I did decide to start when I did because it was a it was a tough decision to go, hey, let's make some content, but thankfully I I did do that.
0: And that's it. And you really do you put yourself out there. And what I like about you is you're really not afraid to say what you're thinking and it's there's a good chance it's what a large population is thinking as well
1: yeah the the silent majority is everywhere across the world. Everyone seems to have these weird uh weird constraints on them, you know put on them by who knows uh and that's one of the biggest things that I find is a lot of people feel that they can't do this or can't say that, but really, who's telling you you can't do that? It's usually just yourself, and a lot of the times people think, oh, these are so offensive, these thoughts or but most of the time they're just quite rational really um you know things you know i've covered a lot of different subjects i'm not going to talk about it on your channel because i don't want you to get it demonetized as well <laughs> but um <laughs> but the thing is you know a lot of the times that nothing nothing i ever say comes from hate other than vegans nothing i ever say comes from hate uh it all comes from a place of respect but it's just good to talk shit also at some time.
0: Indeed it is mate, it is. And what's really cool is your your content's so varied and you've uh you've actually started to dip your toe into the paranormal world which really pricked up my ears because you've uh you've actually filmed three of your own documentaries, self-funded, self-shot, everything and they're amazing.
1: Thank you. Um yeah, well when I started making content, I started making content about uh about Newcastle where I'm from. And then I decided that that was all I was going to do. I was going to make it about Newcastle, grow a following in Newcastle, and I did that. And then I did the same thing with New South Wales, the state I'm from, so I did that. And then Australia. And now I have a variation of content that I put up, and all the different people that have come together uh, onto my YouTube channel have come there for different reasons. Um, some like these videos, some don't like these videos, all that type of stuff. There's a whole mix and it's great. It's like a TV station. You you know, some things come up that you're interested in, some things come up that other people are interested in. And that's why I jumped into the paranormal. It's Something I, to- I talked about with uh, Connor, my producer, uh, since I started YouTube was doing these type of videos. And thankfully, uh, last year we finally got around to it and, and did it. But... Um, man it's fun obviously uh we had a lot of we've we've made three we had plans for many more including uh, three that we're going to film in melbourne when i was there uh, for the melbourne comedy festival but that all got cancelled due to the old rona so um unfortunately we're stuck at three at the moment but we have a lot in planning and and uh we've we've got to we've got to know a few people now in the game and they now treat us with uh not respect respects the wrong word but treat us with um they actually listen to us. They don't think we're coming in there to make fun of them.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: they don't think we're in there to take the piss. Like, we, we you know, we joke and we laugh, but we are, we pay the respect to the people uh, who are letting us in on their lives and, um, you know, or, you know, perhaps at one point we might have to take the piss of, of, of different people. We'll see how we go. But now it's more about just uh, showcasing people's stories, you know, ideas, ideas. Um, and some people look at those ideas and they laugh and some agree and some have had uh, similar experiences. And it's all, it's all just a variation and, and it's a good cross-section of the local uh, environment here in Australia because there's a lot of different people getting around.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. And there's one thing about the paranormal that I notice is that, you know, you'll have a whole bunch of people that have all these experiences and, you know, there might be a ghost experience, there might be a Yowie experience, but the way every person reacts to those situations is always different.
1: Absolutely, I, I had a very strange experience filming the first one. Um, we arrived up at uh, up in the Gold Coast there, and, and Zach, uh, my tour manager, Zach Wild, the red bearded lesbian on Instagram, great guy. He's trying to hit ten k, it's not going to happen. And um, he uh, he lived there just around the corner, so he, he he walked up and we got there, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna you know play a few jokes on him. But at the end of the day, it was very very creepy. This place. It was an old haunted museum. We went around. Not much happened. We had some re- weird stick figures that appeared on the Xbox Kinect. Con- um, uh, I'm, not, I'm not even sure how that's uh, how that's supposed to work, but some stick figures appeared on that. Some human figure shapes appeared on that. Uh, but probably about an hour into the video, if you get a chance to see it, I, I encounter a
0: whisper. Yes, uh, and this is something I actually want to talk to you about because right. you can actually hear it on the video. Yeah. And we were lucky. We caught
1: that. I was, uh, I was, I messaged Connor. I said, man, I heard something there. Can you go through and, and play with the audio and see if you can hear it? And he, he rang me like at 11 o'clock at night. He said, mate, I heard it. I've heard it. I'll send it to you in the morning. This is insane. And, um, some people are like, oh, no, that's, you know, that's bullshit. That's whatever. Um, uh, it was someone behind you. The closest person behind me was probably, uh, I don't know, three meters away. And it happened directly into my right ear, if I'm correct uh, remembering correctly, and it felt like um, it felt like how people with schizophrenia, it, you know, sort of explain how they hear voices. So originally, with my weird uh, anxiety towards illnesses, I thought I had schizophrenia for a moment, but thankfully, it was caught on the audio. Uh, turns out I don't. That's good. And um, yeah, they heard it on the audio, and we're not quite sure what it says. Uh, but it sounded like when the, the lady who was giving us the tour was talking about some women who were involved uh, with the museum, uh, and then the voice comes in and says "Liar or higher." I seem to think it says uh, liar," but originally we thought it said uh, higher, but higher doesn 't really make sense. liar makes better sense and makes a better story. so
0: absolutely, go does. With liar. Yeah, for sure, for sure. and what 's really cool about the encounter is you can actually see your, your facial expression change. Because you you look like you're not sure what just happened.
1: I shattered. I absolutely shattered. I was like, "Holy shit, that is creepy." Because it, that's one of the things is it happened so quickly that if 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 I wasn't in uh, a haunted area or I didn't have cameras recording everything, I would have just moved on with my life and never thought about it again. But because we were there and we I heard it, I thought, "Oh, we better listen back and." And uh and try and hear what happened or try and get wrap our heads around what happened. And thankfully we did, because we come up with some pretty cool um quote unquote evidence there. So yeah. I was really happy with that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And the the thing about your videos is like like you said earlier, they are you know, they're pretty lighthearted. They they take a, a little bit more of a lighter approach to the situation, but what you do capture and what you do see, it's it's legit. It's real.
1: Yeah, absolutely, it's real. It's uh it's Zach and I. Uh we're freaking out. We're, we're scared, you know, and he has a lot of experience. He'd be good for your podcast too. He's a very interesting dude once you get past the the weird exterior of, <laughs> of how he looks, um, but he uh, he's had a lot of experiences with uh, dark shadows standing over him, yeah, standing wow. in the corner of his house, uh, for a number of years and a lot of weird experience with Ouija boards and all that type of business so he's uh he came into it with more experience than than I I really didn't have much at all I've only had like one sort of slight sort of thing that happened and that was more of a dream state so I, I don't know what happened there but he um you know he was excited about it and I was excited about it too and then capturing you know particular pieces of evidence was 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 very interesting for us and and not having an explanation for the voices that we heard or the noise that we heard—that was one of those things where you go, you know, you hear people say, "Oh, um, you know, that, oh, that that that's made up, or that's just a noise of the cupboard moving, or whatever." And it's one of those things we say, "Well, if you were there, you'd know that wasn't it." Even though we have camera angles and two different camera angles, but. People still sort of they refuse to believe that type of stuff, but I was there. It happened to me. I know it was real. So it's uh, whatever it was. It was very, very creepy.
0: You know, I've spoken to hundreds of people with this podcast, and for for those ones who say they don't believe what happens, they you'll find that those people will even have the same mindset when they're in that situation. Because I've I've spoken to people who've had, say, group encounters, very much like what you've had there, and. Some people just flat out refuse to accept what happened. They won't talk about it. It's just, nah, it rocks their their reality way too much.
1: I think you just have to be accepting to whatever happens around you. And I'm one of those people who sort of just runs with the, or rolls with the punches rather. And I think that is a good attitude to have, particularly when you're hunting for something like this, whether it is a ghost or Bigfoot or whatever. Um, Be open to the idea that you don't know everything about reality. And, and we as human beings, we don't know everything about what happens in our universe. And the chance of, chances of um, us being experts in our own realm are very, very slim uh, at the moment, and I doubt that ever become any better. I, I think that we, we don't understand the universe around us and whether or not there are uh, interdimensional beings or there are ghosts or there there is spirits, I don't know. Uh, I haven't uh, acquired the evidence yet, i 'm um, confident that we will continue to create more um compelling videos uh, surrounding all these different types of things but uh, still it, it, it doesn 't matter how much evidence you provide people will still be naysayers and that 's fine that 's uh that 's not who these videos are for. These videos are for people sitting at home going oh, let 's have a bit of a laugh and 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 get a bit freaked out yeah that 's what 's what it 's all about yeah you know and and i we go into these situations and we have uh, good guides that take us around and um in that in that one, the lady was a witch, uh, she said, she told me she was a witch. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm I'm Isaac, nice to meet you. And uh she looked after us, so and that was cool, you know, different people, different strokes, different folks. And yeah, I, I just it's it's an interesting way to meet different people and have different experiences, you know. And that's what I really enjoy about the whole situation.
0: Yeah, no, it's it is, it's really, really cool. And some of the experiences that you had just in that, that one Gold Coast location, because it it looks like it's this small historical village. So you're kind of going around to all these little different locations and you're kind of experiencing these different things in different areas. And one of the, the favorite things from that, that first documentary you did is the the Xbox Kinect thing, that camera, capturing these stick figures that you physically you can't see them there in, in the real world, but this device is somehow picking up these these shapes and actually you can see they're they're forming a person. There's there's these yeah. stick figures. What was the the vibe like in in that type of situation? Is does that step up the intensity?
1: I might just on my other screen have a quick Google while I'm talking about this, um, because I I don't really understand how it how it is supposed to work. Um, because it was sort of we walked in there and we're all sort of like oh okay um, why why are we using this and no one really explained it, but then we started um, picking up particular. Uh, images on the screen and we're thinking okay um why is this happening why are they shaped like humans all that type of stuff now the xbox ghost compelling viewing here (laughs) (laughs) i just want to see very quickly just so i know what i'm talking about here Uh, the connect sls camera has an infrared light projector with a monochrome CMOS, one of the best sensors available sensor, that shows everything as dots arranged in 3D uh, formation. These infrared dots allow the camera to show depth and detail. The software sees people by recognising joints and movement. The detector will detect any paranormal entities that uh, the program recognises as a human beast based on the shape uh, and body parts and joints. Video can be recorded directly to the camera. So they're seeing joints, they're seeing movements and that's why they're seeing these uh, stick figures pop up on the screen. And that's weird. Like it it doesn't really have much, uh, much, it doesn't make much sense. And and the big thing was we had one that was sitting in a chair that was creepy and then it also lit up one of the lights that we had in the chair. But we also later in the video we went to a grave where uh, where, uh, there was this stick figure and then a smaller stick figure um, in that grave, laying in the grave which was very weird. And then we found out that, of course, there is a mother and a baby buried there. So we were like, oh, fucking right, oh, jeez. <laughs> That's a bit tough. But it was, it was, it was weird, man. And then when, um, when one of our, uh, our, sound, our sound lady, our makeup girl, Claire, she went in there um, and, and went to touch one of them and it, and it cowered away from her. Yeah. That was weird too.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like these things are genuinely interacting with you. And and it was, that's, it was
1: very strange.
0: It is, it is, and it really makes for compelling viewing because it just goes to show that you know there's there, there must be some type of sentience to these things.
1: Well, that's that's the idea, I guess, and I'm sure there's a, a several uh, experts out there who will debunk it and and all that type of business, but. You know, there are other people out there that are saying that it is legit. And and I, I want to go into these things with uh the sense of I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just seeing what I'm what I'm seeing. So that was very interesting. Um the second ghost hunt we did, which was in a jail, that was that was far better. Uh as far as it was fun. It was so fun. It was a lot of fun.
0: That was in Maitland jail and that's in your home city.
1: Yeah, it's about forty minutes up the road from me. And and it was uh, I went there as a kid and I knew it was a creepy place and and to go in there, you know, it was pretty, pretty, pretty scary, and and all that type of stuff. And they were showing us around. Obviously, this is a place where a lot of death has occurred, a lot of sadness, a lot of uh, uh, personal destruction, uh, murderers, rapists, the whole whole shebang, you know, in a, in a jail. And uh, I think 130,000 people or 300,000 people, some some crazy number, had passed through there as prisoners. You're kidding. You know, in its 120 year history or whatever it was. It was it was an insane number. When I heard that, and we hadn't got that on video, unfortunately, I, I was shocked to hear that. So yeah, that's huge. To think that, you know, a lot of people have passed through there, a lot of people have been hung there, all those different types of things. That set the scene for a very interesting uh experience in the in Maitland jail.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because this video, this I guess this documentary is it's very intense because you can see there's actually emotive responses from basically everyone in this video. Yes. And, yes. and, and it's not just you, it's also the crew that's with you. Yes. Which, yeah, is, which is really intense because that's not something that you'll see on a lot of other documentaries. You'll see, you know, the host will be like, oh, there's a ghost over there or I'm hearing voices or, or footsteps. But we can see that it, it, it genuinely emotionally affected um, one of the, the, the girls that was with you on the tour
1: yeah yeah claire she uh she had uh, an experience with a with a seance and uh and i you know i know a lot of people um uh you feel in the old seance situation and i am one of them but uh the the ladies there who were conducting it they said there's a man here that wants to speak to you um and they started spelling out the man's name and the man's name uh was ted who was uh uh claire's uh grandfather oh wow and i mean it's it's one of those things where you know it's easy to guess names sometimes, but Ted just doesn't seem like a name that they would run with. You know, maybe maybe Bob or something like that. But Ted, I mean, maybe I'm just completely talking shit. I don't know. But it was very emotive and it was emotional for me too, uh, seeing seeing her in that situation and and for Zach as well. You know, we're all a very close sort of family. Uh, so. It was, um, you know, we travelled the world together. We spent a lot of time together. So to see uh, one of us in that situation, we're all very upset. And um, it was, it was, it was weird. Uh, her family was very, uh, not, not didn't poo poo it, but they were sort of like, oh, I'm sure it was this. Or you know, taking the sceptical angle, and and I, as I'm sure most people would who watched it. But <clears throat> whether or not it was an old trick, an old uh, séance trick, or whether or not it was something real, I think the truth maybe it lies somewhere in the middle. Um, but it was certainly. Very full on for everyone involved, and this was conducted in a uh, in a church that was above the area where the prisoners were hung. Oh, was so, it really? Yeah. So, so it's not the best spot. Um, <laughs> oh, people wow. get married in this fucking <laughs> prison too. Like, You're they, like they conduct weddings there now, modern day weddings. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with you?
0: <laughs> yeah that's uh that's intense on you know there's there's people out there who love this paranormal stuff but to to go and get married there surely that's like a bad omen for that marriage
1: it's gotta be a bad omen <laughs> it has to be
0: surely <laughs> far out mate that and not only that whole seance thing there was like a couple of other things that you encountered throughout that that whole journey and now a quick word from our sponsor What's up, guys? Troy here. I'm one of the co-hosts of comedy podcast Great Mates with Cade and
1: Troy, which is now available everywhere you get your podcasts. And before you ask yes, it is that Cade, the man behind this show, believe. Now, Great Mates is a weekly podcast where myself and Cade sit down to discuss a random topic and answer questions essential to those times where you find yourself wondering, what if Spider-Man was bitten by a radioactive cow instead? Or do dogs have accents? Just search for Great Mates on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, and hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on the fun.
0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. They got you to get blindfold and put about a friggin' billion Ouija boards around you, which I know you're not a fan of those things.
1: I don't like Ouija boards. They scare me, all right? They scare me because people say don't touch Ouija boards, so they scare me. Yeah,
0: Um, I agree with you, mate. Don't touch them. I think they're bad news.
1: I don't want to go near them. And so I, there's this particular cell. And the story is that, uh, and I had no idea this was happening. Apparently, Zach or Connor, uh, our producer Connor, he organised it, which was interesting because I paid him. Um,
0: <laughs> so he stitched you up. You're saying
1: what the fuck? Anyway, so uh, I get blindfolded and uh, I get taken into a cell. Now, the cell in question is has a story behind it, and this is not uh, able to be. Uh, proven with any evidence uh, through the jail itself, but it is an old story, and it's probably a story that if it were true, maybe the evidence wouldn't be there anyway because it's pretty it's pretty full on. So there was a there was a dude in Maitland Jail. He was locked in one of the isolation cells. He uh, he found uh, he found religion. Unfortunately, it was uh, Satanism or sat- satanic worship. And uh, he decided to sell his soul uh, to the devil, as you do, you know, uh, a couple of Bitcoins here, a couple of Bitcoins there, PayPal, whatever. And uh, he uh, then eventually um, killed himself in his cell. He, well, no, sorry, he didn't kill himself. He spontaneously combusted. What? Into fire. So how he died in his cell was uh, he spontaneously combusted. So sp- spontaneous combustion is the idea that you've just basically just burst into flames. And mm. apparently it's happened several times throughout history. And uh, this is what happened to this gentleman. And uh, there was all uh, satanic, uh, you know, garb written on the walls in blood. And the the, uh, the dude who went in there to clean it up, the, um, the, the guard, the screw, for those of you who've been inside, um, he uh, went home that afternoon and uh, and killed himself and in his suicide note said that he had to kill himself to stop the devil from breaching uh, the earth.
0: Whoa, that's full on.
1: So I hear this story uh, as I'm about to go in blindfolded, <laughs> so I'm stoked. Uh, <laughs> but I also heard that story one time before when I was a kid and I went to make oh, the right. This is one of the stories they tell on the tour. you uh, kidding. So we go there as a part of history class in like year seven or year eight or something um so i'd heard that before so i knew about that story they locked me in there and in the footage it's hard to sort of uh ascertain how i'm feeling but it's like you don't really know how big the cell is because you're not often in cells but it's like the size of like a a bad bathroom sort of thing i guess and so i sit down and and i feel like there's something like directly sitting in front of me and uh there was a chair there in front of me which was creepy that i knew there was one but it just felt like there was something staring right at me the whole time. And yet, you know, in, in, in the footage, you can tell there's not, but, uh, it was a very, very strange feeling that that whole prison, that was weird. There was footsteps. There was, um, the, the voice box recordings. I don't know if you saw that as well. I did, with um, the,
0: the word demon popping up on there.
1: Yeah. On the uh, Oculus, uh, machine, just before I went into the devil set, <laughs> the world demon come up. So that just filled me with confidence. And, um, with the, uh, with the, what is, what's the uh, the voice box things that are, called? The, are
0: called? the the scrambling things?
1: Yeah, with the radio. So we used those, and, and the two ladies who were taking us around sat down um, with noise-canceling headphones on, and they were both yelling out, like, sentences of yeah. the exact same phrase.
0: And that might be the, the creepiest part of that, that whole yeah. documentary, because these ladies, they genuinely, they're in sync.
1: Yeah, they're in sync, in, in, exactly, and... That was one of the things that I don't think we really uh, pushed enough on because it was creepy standing there. Like they were yelling out sentences and you can't hear the person next to you. So even if it was a trick, they must have rehearsed it 400 fucking times. Yeah. You know, yeah. that would be unlikely. Um, and it was one of those things where it was, uh, it was just strange which just really strange and it was hard to sort of work out what was happening one of the ladies yelled out he's from Dudley and that's where i was born so that
0: was weird oh you're kidding um,
1: yeah so so there was all these things that happened in the situation mate and, and it was one of those things where you just go oh, okay just because there's so many things that happened in one night you just go all right next room you know <laughs> um, so we've only got 4 hours and uh and the bloody jail charges like 2 grand to go through it was ridiculous you're it was kidding
0: crazy- Yeah, it's paid
1: advertising for them. They charge us a shit ton of money, the freaks. But anyway, whatever. (laughs) So that's why we didn't plug them at the end of the video because we already paid them. They got enough cash.
0: Well, yeah, that's exactly it, mate. (laughs) And, you know, these videos, they're getting hundreds of thousands of views. So, you know, no need to Uh, charge, mate. No need to uh, charge.
1: I think the first video is on nearly getting up 350000 probably hit 400000 before it slows down. So, that's cool. That's for an hour and a half uh, Docker. I'm, I'm really happy with that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, the, the standard YouTube video, you know, the, the, I guess the common rule out there is anything just over 10 minutes. So, it gets that little bit of extra money to add revenue to it. But to, to do these longer ones, man, that's fantastic. And to get that retention rate all the way through, amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm really, I'm really proud of that. So it's uh it'll be interesting to see what we can come out with uh, next.
0: Well, that's. I'm going to ask you that towards the end of the uh, of our interview here because I, I I want to see where you do want to go. But let's um, was there anything weird that you didn't really include on that doco for the the Maitland Jail?
1: I'm trying to think, we we tried to include everything.
0: Or did, um, was there anything in there that really left you scratching your head, where you're just kind of you're, you're not sure what's going on there?
1: The seance was the number one. Yeah. Uh, that was that was very very strange, but I mean you know there's walking through the cells, there's sitting in there, there's uh, you know there's um, just 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 feelings the whole being watched situation, which you know your mind is often uh, in these situations when you're going in, you're expecting something paranormal to happen, you know you're feeling watched because you're ready for it. Yeah, but you know that that feeling, um, but no, I don't think we. Did 't include anything that uh we we captured everything we've got two camera guys, and Claire also has a camera, so we've got every angle covered as much as we can you know and and our camera guys are pretty good uh, they they don't they don't stuff around so um everything we, we we caught that night was what happened to us um you know nothing jumped out or nothing was crazy like that, but actually, I tell a lie at the start we we hear something and it's not caught on the audio, but we all heard it. There was like, a, you know, on like a basketball court or on concrete, you hear the slide of a shoe and it's got the squeak, the squeak yeah. of a shoe. So we hear that down the end of a wing that we're in. And this is probably maybe 50 meters away from us. And the only person that's looking, everyone's had um, it, has their backs to the cell that's 50 meters down the way, except for one of the paranormal investigators um, that was. was that was taking us through and she says okay looks like we're going to have a good night because someone just popped their head out that cell and looked at us and then um like popped their head back in and that was directly after we all heard that noise wow so we all looked turned around and she was already already looking and she said that and that was that was interesting now obviously she could have just made that up but her name's Renata Daniels and I don't I don't think she would have made that up i mean i don't know i She's a very interesting lady. I first met her uh outside. I was doing a video for a company I was working for about paranormal stuff that happened in Newcastle and I met her outside of uh the uh the cathedral in Newcastle and she spends time out the back there talking to people in graves and all that type of stuff as you do and uh but it's really you know that's her thing and it's really interesting you know it's uh it's a crazy story but that cathedral there but anyway uh so yeah that was probably the one thing that we that we missed out on, but that's what happens with uh you know Making videos, sometimes you just miss a little little bit.
0: Well, that's it. And, you know, the fact that you're actually capturing basically everything that's going on there, that's outstanding because there will be people who dream of even just getting one thing and you are absolutely kind of hitting the mark with each of these kind of adventures that you're going on because you're not coming out empty-handed at all.
1: No, no. And that's lucky, you know. That's really um, lucky. And the, the same was with the, the the Yowie video we did. We went into that. um. I know it's well, I guess it's paranormal, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, mate, Yowie Encounter is a listener favorite on this show. Because okay. uh we it's it's a rare thing that we get on here because it's really hard for people to come forward to talk about Yowie's. We can get UFO stories, ghost stories for days, but people uh they're very apprehensive about talking about Yowie's because it 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 really does affect people more than anything else.
1: Okay. Okay. Why do you think that
0: is? I don't know. I don't know because I guess the, the stories of, you know, ghosts are, are around. People can accept ghosts. People can accept UFOs. But when you, when you go out into the bush and you see this thing that's eight, eight foot tall, ten foot tall, that's supposed to be made up, it, yeah. it, it's a real world crusher. For a lot of people, yeah. that um,
1: and I mean, I, th- I be- did you have Ron on the on the podcast? Yeah, I did. I've had yeah. Ron
0: on the podcast, and that guy's had more Yowie encounters than anyone I've ever spoken to. The guy Man, is I, a magnet for him.
1: He's great. He's hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's a really love- good bloke.
1: <laughs> he is. He is a good dude. When our our Bigfoot adventure, it was uh, our Yowie adventure rather. It took place up in the Sunshine Coast, the Glasshouse Mountains, and that place is an eerie place as it is. And, uh, you know, we went in. <clears throat> I was open to the idea because, once again, you know, I, I'm just like, okay, hey, whatever's out there, who knows? This is dense dense woodland, uh, bush in Australia. Who knows? Uh, there's so many stories. And why is there so many stories from every ancient um, group in, in every continent across the world? They all sort of focus on the exact same thing, just slight variations. And we went out there dressed up in army gear because we're dickheads and uh we went went and sort of had a look and you know nothing really popped up until we went out in in the middle of the night and we were walking uh along and you know you hear a few tree taps and and Ron was telling us that okay that's uh that's a way I communicate and we're like yeah right mate and then we sort of go lights out uh, at one point and there was, without a doubt, something creeping through
0: the bush near us. And that just makes your the hairs on your arms stand up.
1: And it was terrifying. It was very, very scary because you don't know what's in there. It could be, it could be anything from a a fox to some giant eight foot tall ape creature. So you know you're sort of on on the defensive straight away. And and thankfully we didn't get attacked. But you could hear something walking through, and it sounded. I mean. Obviously, I don't know what bipedal apes sound like, but it sounded like it was walking on two legs. It didn't sound like it was, you know, it didn't sound like a dog walking through the bush. It didn't sound like anything like that. It sounded like something big stalking something. Yeah. And that something was us. And it was uh, it was very, very creepy. And then out of nowhere, uh, Zach, who was also with me, gets hit with a rock. And we were like, what? I was trying to think work out what just happened. He gets hit with a rock. Now, did someone in the group we were with thro- throw the rock? Possibly, potentially. Did someone from the local neighborhood, you know, trying to have some sleep that night throw the rock because they got the shits because these dickheads are out in the bush? <laughs> of course, that could have happened as well. But it also could have been this yowie creature that people talk about. So, man, that was creepy. And then we got out of there, thankfully, because rocks started raining in. And, uh, but man, we heard, we heard something in the bush that night. And one of the ways they communicate with the owies is they hit a tree. It's called a wood knock. And uh, we did a few of those and we had wood knocks uh, in response.
0: That's so, creepy. What, That's really creepy because that creepy. just makes that, that real re- then, doesn't it?
1: So what was making those wood knocks? Was it a gowie? I don't know, but it was creepy. It was definitely very, very creepy and it was, uh, it was a good experience, though. It was It was very, very strange. And, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think we'll probably go back out there and, and do some other things in the future. But yeah, man, it was, it was, uh, who knows what it was. It was probably, it could, you know, 99% chance it was nothing. There's always that little chance that that something was really stalking us there. And um, I think Ron told us that it was internet, that yeah, is interdimensional beings. And that maybe threw me off a little bit. But I won't talk shit about Ron because I like him. Um, but, you know, also, once, I, as I said before, that could be a possibility as well. I don't know if it is. I haven't done any research. I don't know what I'm talking about, so who knows.
0: And that's the thing when it comes to the paranormal and especially Yowies because it's kind of everyone really has a, their own opinion on them. And yeah. at the end of the day, no one knows. So every person could be right with their opinion. I just I, I let everyone have their own. And it's just like, who knows? I don't know. I'm not going to say what you think it is is wrong.
1: And there's always these possibilities and we just have to be open to them. I think people who are not open to those type of things, are uh, just aren't accepting, you know, the possible truth. And I think it's just good to be open to things, whether it's, uh, creatures, whether it's ghosts or whether it's changes in life, you know, just got to be open to things. And, uh, Open to different thinking, everything.
0: That's right. And the encounters that I've heard on this show, where especially when it comes to Yaoi's, is every Yaoi encounter is, has its own little kind of spin to it. It has its own like little hook, is what I would call it, that kind of makes it different to everything else. Cool. And I've, I've heard people say they've heard Yaoi's running right next to them, but they can't see them. They can yeah. see the bushes moving, but nothing's in there. It's kind of like they see a predator type of outline. But that, well i, I but had a, a
1: mate of mine uh, it's actually my boxing coach. he was uh culling um I don't know what particular animal it was, but in New Zealand he was a professional culler. and he was uh he saw this thing crouch down and he shot it a few times and it stood up and it was like eight foot tall and then ran away on two legs so did he murder someone maybe <laughs> or did he, did he <laughs> man there's stories you know there's there's a lot of stories out there and, and you know, we stories have uh been around since the dawn of time, it's how people first communicated and, and maybe it was started out as a warning not to go into the woods uh, uh as part of ancient tribes, or maybe it was something with a lot of realism to it. There's also the possibility that you know, there was giant ape creatures. I, I know that the a lot of people point to the Gigantic giban, Gigantic Pith. I can't pronounce it, but Gibantopithecus. <laughs> And people point to that, and maybe that is the that is the situation that's happening. Maybe that's where these stories come from. Absolutely, it's, who knows?
0: Uh, it, yeah. Who knows? It, it, it's such an unknown, and it's kind of a romantic idea about the whole yowie thing. Is that I, at the end of the day, I almost personally do not want us to ever know because it just takes the mystery away from that creature.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, a lot of the people we've, we've talked to, if they did encounter the yowie and they were able to prove it, they said they wouldn't tell people where they found it because I don't yeah. want people going in there. And I think that's a that's a positive thing for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then you have the real-world repercussions of what happens when these things are real. What happens to the yeah. houses that are near and what happens to the the national parks? What happens to anything close to that? Does it all get shut down? Does it all lose its value? Who knows? Do people go out there with pitchforks and guns? And
1: I'd say so. Yeah, I think so they too. Would. I'd say they would. I mean – if I knew there was a giant ape creature killing people near me, I'd probably go into the bush with a gun as well. Absolutely, but, you know that's not what's happening, obviously. But you know, if it was, obviously, you know, these things are like, uh, if a great white shark was in the bush running around just chomping people, you'd go in there and kill it.
0: You would. You would. You would. You just would. <laughs> <laughs> so, mate. Also, on that Yowie encounter, you went into a haunted tunnel
1: yeah uh we went into a haunted tunnel and, and not not much happened in there. I know uh there's a few people saying there was a lot going on in there, and they'd heard uh disembodied voices and stuff like that. There was a rock thrown in that tunnel about fifty maybe a hundred meters uh maybe somewhere in the middle um and i don't I don't know how someone would have thrown that rock. I'm sure you could throw a rock that far if you could launch it into the air, but with the trajectory only being you know seven meters off the ground, I don't know how they could have done that um You know, with the velocity you'd need, it would have to be thrown at, you know, hundreds of kilometers an hour. Anyway, I don't know anything about uh, velocity and speed. I'm a comedian. So I will leave that to the experts. But uh, that that was weird too. We didn't hear anything in there. And also, we were in there and we were on the retreat from whatever was fucking chasing us. So I didn't give a shit about ghosts at that point. I was just like, (laughs) something's coming. I'm getting the fuck out of here. But, you know, people had cool stories about that as well. One gentleman was out there one night and it started raining and, he was hiding in the tunnel for uh, for shelter, and up the other end of the tunnel, rocks started coming, and there was screaming and noises, and you know uh, he believes that, that that there was something in trying to get him out of the tunnel because that was that animal's tunnel. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that might be true as well. I, I don't know.
0: And that's it. That's it. I always when people come on the show, I always take it at absolute face value because they're they're retelling their experience the way that they they remember it. And sure. it's it's absolutely not up to me to say, do you think it maybe happened this way? Because and the end of the day, I wasn't there. And the mind
1: often fills in the gaps as well. And Correct. that's the thing with a lot of these things. You have to take it with a grain of salt with some people because the mind can fill it in. Uh, also, you know, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. I live by that. I'm a fucking comedian. I talk <laughs> shit all the time. So it's important to remember that with some people. But also, uh, there is a, also that uh, possibility that
0: it's true. That's right. That's it. That's exactly it. So mate, you've done two ghost tours. You've done a Yowie a Yowie hunt. What's next on the uh on the on the radar if you're if you are willing to share? Well, mate, there's a few
1: things we've got up our sleeve. One that we were going to do in Melbourne because my uh my show was called Outlaw at the comedy festival this year and it'll probably be called that next year as well because it's a good name. Um, we wanted to go to the Melbourne jail, old Melbourne jail. And uh Uh, conduct uh, some investigations around where ned kelly was hung
0: oh wow that'll be cool
1: sort of uh that was the logo was the ned kelly helmet so that was something cool i'd I'd still like to do that whether that's this year next year whatever i'm sure we'll do that at some point ufos we're looking at doing some ufo stuff and uh maybe there's some people that could hit me up uh, with other ideas um send me an email or, or something like that, or message me on Instagram. But, uh, it, 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 I'm open to lots of different ideas. We want to go out and uh, try and find, uh, the Tasmania as well. That's something we're going to do. And, and, uh, a lot of things that I can't talk about yet. Um, but we're, we're hopefully going to get some funding and going to put on a, put on a few extra people on the team and, and, uh, and make it look like a, a very, very high, uh, high production value, uh, piece. So, um, if if you do enjoy uh, the videos that I've been doing, please stay around. Uh, if you don't,
0: fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it, love it, mate. So I have to, I do have to ask you, what got you into the paranormal? Was there was there some type of was there a catalyst, or was it just something that you were uh, always kind of interested? in? I just
1: enjoy paranormal videos. I, I've always enjoyed that type of stuff. Um, uh, there's a lot of people on YouTube that make them, and and you know I've watched a lot of the different videos, whether it's be on netflix or on tv back in the disney and and i just enjoy that type of stuff that that basically i'm creating that i enjoy and that's what i find is the best for making content is making something that you find fun and then uh that niche will be filled uh by people who also enjoy that so that's that's basically it there wasn't a certain situation or anything like that it was just like hey this would be cool to do let's do it
0: yeah no that's and that's the best way to do it that's the best yeah. way to do it. Don't make it for anybody else. make it for yourself and uh if everyone if anyone else enjoys it, that's the bonus
1: absolutely man absolutely
0: well, Isaac, it's been fantastic talking to you mate it's uh It's very rare are. to get someone of your caliber on the show It's someone who's made three uh three fantastic spooky little documentaries and uh to to get your input on what actually happened, and people have the opportunity now to go check those out and you know see see the it all happening in real life that's a that's a really rare opportunity
1: yeah go and check them out i mean they, they're fun they're fun they're not uh super serious and and uh, as i said i want to do a lot more so uh, you know in a year's time we'll have the discussion again and we'll have a look at some other things that uh that i've done so uh hopefully once all these uh uh you know isolation bands uh lift then we'll be able to get back out there and start uh, creating interesting content again That's the plan anyway.
0: For sure, for sure. And before I let you shoot off, um, Isaac, where's the the best place for people to find you? Just Google my name. I'm bloody everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au. Or you can message me on Facebook, and that's facebook.com forward slash Believe UFO Radio. Until next time, stay safe, and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the
0: price tag. Say hello to Quince.